Hello, and welcome to the Friday Night Author Roundtable. I'm your host, Chris Baker, and during the next half hour, we'll be speaking with several very talented authors about their newly released books, what their inspiration was for creating their unique stories, and why it would be a great book to read and share with your friends and family. What do you get when you mix history, poetry, a great message, and a lot of adventure? Well, you get the next book we have on the Friday Night Author Roundtable. I believe kids are going to love this. The book is called Adventures to Footprints in Stone by author Brett Matheny from Christian Faith Publishing. Brett, thank you for being on the show. Uh, Thank you for having me, Chris. I appreciate it. Now, tell everybody uh, a little bit about this story. The story is uh, about two young children, Michael and Alyssa, uh, who live near a lake surrounded by ancient limestone. And they stumble across unexplained footprints of dinosaurs and humans embedded in the stone around the lake. And that leads them on adventures and teaches them life lessons and the love of God. Now, what inspired you to write this uh, story? And did you draw from any of your own personal experiences? Or or how did did that come about? Well, I actually woke up in the middle of the night about 4 a.m. And a poem that I titled uh, Footprints in Stone just kind of started pouring off my hand. And uh, I didn't stop until it was done. And then, uh, oh, probably three weeks after that, I thought, wow, I could write a story about that. And I just sat down and started writing. I got to imagine, of course, this is a book geared for kids, but I got to imagine even if like adults are reading it to kids, they'll, they'll enjoy it as well. Exactly. Yeah, I believe my book would appeal to all ages, um, young and old alike. The book's mostly written in rhyme, includes historical figures that I believe uh, the readers will find interesting and entertaining. And and as you mentioned, uh, uh, reading it to small children, I I think that uh, all will enjoy it. Now, how was it for you working with Christian Faith Publishing to to get this book published? You know what? I I couldn't be happier. They've been supportive and and, uh, helped me all along the way. This is uh, not something that I'm used to. And so they've they've taught me a lot about the process, and, and I'm just real happy with the way that they they, uh, they handled everything. Now, do you think this is something you li- might like to do again, maybe a, uh, another book with these characters, or do you have anything lined up? I do. In fact, I've started a sequel. started writing a couple of months ago, and uh, but looking forward to uh, potentially putting out another uh, another story with Michael and Alyssa. Oh, excellent. Well, we can't wait to see uh, where these characters uh, go on adventures next. Now, this book, Adventures to Footprints in Stone, when it's all said and done and, uh, you know, kids have read it or parents, grandparents reading it to kids, what do you hope is the most important message that readers get from this book? Well, in that regard, there, there's a message in there that I, I feel very strongly about, and it has to do with the first Earth Age. We were all here before, and um, I'm not sure that a lot of people know that. Every soul God ever created roamed this planet in the first Earth Age, and and now we're here in this one, and there's a third one to come. And so that would be what my message that I'd like to get out there. I tell you what, this uh, is going to be a fun book. Uh, like you said, I think kids of all ages, you know, the, the little ones and us uh, adult kids uh, are going to enjoy this book and I encourage everyone to pick up your copy today. The book is called Adventures to Footprints in Stone by author Brett Matheny from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes Online, the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just a handful of the locations. And Brett Brett, thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you very much, Chris. I appreciate your time and uh, look forward to uh, speaking.
speaking to you again when that second one comes out. For anyone who goes to church from leaders all the way down to the average churchgoer, I think everyone's going to learn a lot from this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable. It's called Churchology by author Henry Leon McNeil from Christian Faith Publishing. Henry, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, sir, for having me. Now tell everybody a little bit about your book. Well, the book is basically about the various workings that a normal, autonomous Christian church would have. The book explains various pulpit and congregational protocols that are necessary when conducting church business, and also church services deal with that part of it, too. Now, what inspired you to write this book? Where did that all start? Well, I started thinking about writing the book only after I had uh, taught various classes on what churches should be involved in and how they should handle conflict and all of that kind of stuff. And so I started gathering material together to conduct the classes, and suddenly I realized that I had a lot of information on my computer that uh, should be shared with others, because not only were the churches that I had been involved in were experiencing certain conflicts, uh, I realized that from talking with conversation with other people that other churches had conflict going on, too. So a major part of my inspiration to write the book was to try to have people understand what God would have us do as we work together and how we should work together in unity. Now, if you're talking about a target audience, uh, who would you like to see this book get into the hands of? Or as I, I've got to imagine, this is like we said earlier, uh, this is kind of a book everybody will, will learn something from. I believe so. Uh, uh, I envision the target reader as one who is sincere about the order of the Christian church and one who wants a serious evangelical perspective uh, on autonomous church policies and principles. This book certainly would not be for uh, a seriously liberal-minded uh, leader or membership. It's, it's an evangelical perspective-type writing. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to be able to get this book published and to be able to get this message out to the, to the people? Oh, they did an excellent job uh, working with me uh, on publishing the book, explaining the procedures that you go through and all of that, and uh, were very helpful and always there coming back to uh, answer any questions I had and any difficulties that I had uh, that they had seen in the text. And they were very instrumental in suggesting how to write the text. When I said how, not necessarily wording, but uh, the fonts and all that kind of thing, which I didn't have the experience in. So I couldn't have done it without them. Have you thought about maybe uh, another book down the road, or are you working on anything new? There have been three experiences in my life, extreme deliverance by Jesus Christ, uh, miracles, if you will, that uh, I'm going to write about. My experiences in Vietnam is one of them. Oh, well, that's something we're definitely looking forward to, to reading in the future. Now, now this book, Churchology, uh, when people read this, uh, what do you hope is the most important message that comes across to the reader after they're finished with this book? Well, I hope they will get out of it a sense that there is a way to resolve conflict without sinning, if you will. You know, the Bible tells us that we are to be angry and sin not. And certainly in the course of life, anybody understands that in church services and in church business meetings in particular, there will be times when we will have uh, moments where we are unsatisfied with the results or with what somebody else has said and all of that. And so 
we need to know how to handle these situations, and one has to know how to respect leadership. So the, the book will, will help with those kinds of issues and many other kinds. This is a, a fantastic book, and I, I really think everyone is going to learn a lot from this. And as you said, uh, you know, resolving conflict is, is so important to do it the right way, and I think this is going to do that, and I think everyone's going to be blessed for reading this. The book is called Churchology by author Henry Leon McNeil from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Henry, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Chris. Thank you very much. God bless you. This next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, an exciting book that I think everyone is going to learn a lot from, uh, all dealing with the power of prayer. The book is called Move Mountain, My Prayer Counts by author Anita Brown from Christian Faith Publishing. Anita, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about your book. Um, the name of my book is called Move Mountain, My Prayer Counts. And what generated my thought of my book at that particular time, I would pray every morning at 5 a.m. And then my granddaughter at the time, she was two, but she would get up every morning with me and she would just lay on the floor with me when I would pray. And she was just so intrigued with prayer. And so I have several grandchildren and I just wanted to train and teach young people that their prayers mattered because a lot of times in church, you know, we'll put the children in the background, but I wanted to let them know that they prayers count and God was listening to their prayer. So that's why I, I titled the book Move Mountain, My Prayer Count, because I wanted them to know that God was listening and their prayers mattered as well as the adults. Now, in this book, uh, kind of uh, give everybody a, a, a brief uh, overview of kind of what, uh, what they can expect as far as, uh, you know, learning uh, about prayer and, and, like I said, the importance of it. Well, what I wanted to demonstrate, there's four categories in the book. One is daily word. And I kind of broke down each scripture in where the reader could literally understand some of the definitions why they was reading. Then I got um, word power, wanted them to know that their words mattered and that their words have power to them. And then I have another section in the book that's called Empowering Moments where I use genres and people from all walks of life, how they just left an imprint on, on the earth. And so I wanted them to know that, you know, they got empowerment moments, they got daily word focus, and then I wanted them also to have a different prayer. So in my making of the book, the Lord just kind of transformed my mindset on how a five-year-old would pray or how a 12-year-old would pray and possibly how a 17-year-old would pray. So each day, it's a 100-day manual, there is three different prayers that three different age groups would confront God with on their own level. And so that gist of the book in four sections and four breakdowns. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to get this book published and to be able to share this? Christian Publishing was there. They was honest with me, and they worked with me every stage, every stage. When I would, you know, submit one thing, you know, they would come in and they would let me know. So they um, they were very helpful through my journey in, in, in writing the book. Now, is this something you maybe uh, would like to do a follow-up to this down the road, or, or do you have anything else you're working on? Well, as I was writing this particular book, Move Mountain, My Prayer Account, another thought came to me. So I do have a entitlement of my next book, which will still be a sequel to Move Mountain, My Prayer Account, but it'll be prayer for the nightmares. And that's a prayer, another prayer journal, that different prayers in Scripture that children can pray before they go to bed. 
move mountain my prayer counts what do you hope is the most important message uh that the readers get from this book um one um segment in the first couple of pages in the book it says speaking can be an adventure you know and one scripture that that pops out you know the bible says that we can speak those things that be not as though they were so i want everybody whether they're children or adults to know that we have power in what we speak and we can change circumstances so that's the message that I want to give to the to the listener or the reader that if you pray and trust God, that whatever you speak out of your mouth, it begins to manifest. So watch what you say. That is a, an important message, and uh, prayer is so important in our daily walk, and, and it's great to, to teach kids at a young age the power of prayer, and I think this book is going to be uh, that and so much more for those who read it, uh, a true blessing. The book is called Move Mountain, My Prayer Counts by author uh, Anita Brown from Christian Faith Publishing. I encourage everyone pick up your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores, just a, a few of the locations. And uh, Anita, thank you for being on the show. And thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, I'm really excited and fascinated to find out more about this. It's, a, it's an interesting story. The book is called Secrets to Longevity, An Amazing Kind of Beauty by author Jean-Pierre Marquez from Christian Faith Publishing. Jean-Pierre, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for receiving me. I'm glad to talk to you now. Now tell everybody uh, a little bit about this story. Okay, when I wrote that book, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. I have uh, opened my first wellness center, you know, in 1975 in Los Angeles, you know, where I teach yoga, meditation, fitness, martial arts, tai chi, and uh, I'm a therapist too. It's always was uh, mind, body, spirit. And this is what I do. This is my, my profession. Now what made you decide to write this book? Well, like I say, you know, I teach for more than 50 years now, and I still lot of older people who pass in their 90, even 100 years old, and it was always fascinating to look at the one, most of them, they were always positive attitude, good health, sharp mind in general, you know, and for many years I have that desire. Now, in about uh, 2000, you know, I met a woman, she was on that time 85 years old and want to do some yoga and stretch and management, stress management, etc. you know. And I stay with her one week a month, every month, and um, and she passed when she was 101. And that was my decision on that time. Even before that, when I met her the first time, I said, I have to write the book of all of those people and what is their secret. And I did a lot of interview with different, uh, you know, hundreds of them and I came with that book. <laughs> now, I have to imagine that this is the kind of book that you would like everybody to read. It doesn't really have a target audience. Uh, or, or did you have uh, a particular reader in mind when you wrote this? Mm, absolutely not. I, I know that everybody can take that. It's a lot of things on that book who can improve the quality of the life of everybody on every level, mind, body, spirit. And that's for everybody. How was it working with Christian Faith Publishing? It was a fantastic experience, and I'm very, very thankful all of the help and the support I received from uh, the publishing faith company. It was really, really uh, amazing. I would not be able to do what I did without uh, without them. <laughs> now, have you thought about maybe doing a, a follow-up to this book, or are you working on anything new? No, I, yeah, I do. I did a few lectures, you know, and a few workshops on that. And I'm really, really, we'd love to have a follow-up, definitely. When people read this book, uh, Secrets to Longevity, what do you hope is the, the most important message that they get from your book? 
to focus on their health, you know, to be more um, positive in their life and to be more faithful of the gift we receive, the gift of our body, our soul, our spirit, and to know it's something very precious. As we know, the, the, the body is the temple of our soul, you know, and that, uh, without that mind, body, spirit, it will be more difficult to enjoy a long, healthy life. Well, that is a, an important message that we all need to hear. I think we all need to, to take a little more stock in our mind, body, and spirit. And I think this book is going to, to guide people to that. The book is called Secrets to Longevity, An Amazing Kind of Beauty by author Jean-Pierre Marquez from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Jean-Pierre, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. It was my pleasure. And, on, and again, I'm very grateful for everything you did. Thank you. This next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, really excited to find out more about this. It's a thought-provoking book, but done in a lighthearted way, and I think it'll uh, make the church take a, a good long look at itself. The book is called J.C. A Heroine's Journey by author Robert J. Kowalski from Christian Faith Publishing. Robert, thank you for being on the show. Well, thanks, Chris, for taking the time to, to have me on. Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about this story. Well, basically, I, I you know, what I do is modernize uh, the Jesus story uh, to the modern day, where uh, hypothetically Jesus comes back as a woman in a small town of Serenity, and uh, it's written more for the high school age, but it just kind of tries to, you know, take the, the core beliefs that Jesus tried to teach us, the simplicity, the, the kindness, uh, no judgment, and everybody's included less and modernize them, and I think we've lost that message, and I think the church is, for thousands of years has been male-dominated, and why not a woman? Why not a woman pope? Why not women cardinals? Why not, you know, have a spiritual dialogue about equality and equity and the church and really everywhere. Now, I, I've got to say, because I've seen various uh, retellings of, of, of the Jesus story uh, done in a modern time, but I've never seen one done this way with a, a female uh, character. What kind of inspired that? Because to me, that it's a fascinating take on this. Well, you know, I was driving down the street. It truly, I think, is just the messenger here. I saw this van, and uh, from the back, as I pulled alongside, it looked like Jesus's hair. You know, it looked like Jesus driving a minivan, which was originally my title. And as I pulled up, I saw it was a woman, and she had four kids going, and they had a soccer sticker on the car. And I said, you know, there's the real Christian principle. This woman, she looked tired. She, you know, as they have probably worked all day, taking the kids to soccer, maybe married, has a job. And I thought, that's the real Christian principle. But, you know, why not? If Jesus came back, been a man, why are women not celebrated to the same extent that men are, and that's the way I kind of took it. And I just said, you know, there's a thought. Why don't I kind of tell that tale in a lighthearted way, not judgmental, but get a, get a conversation going. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to, to get this story out there and to get this idea and the, this concept out there? Well, you know, I, I give them great respect. They were very open to it. You know, I thought it might be a little bit of pushback, but they said, great, we'd like to tell your story. We, we like it. We think it's timely, and they've been really good to work with. So I've got nothing but positive things to say about that, and, and I'm, I'm glad they picked it up because, you know, I want people to know that they, they're supporting it. You know, there's no disrespect in this. It's all done with love, and, and there's some good humor in there, and I'm just trying to get a modern conversation going. It's kind of skewed towards the high school I have a website, www.meetjc.com, where you can get a free workbook, and you can work, after you read the book, you can work through the workbook, and there's questions asked about your spirituality. Now, I'll say it this way, to be spiritual could be cool. 
instead of just going to parties and getting lost out there in the world, why not make it cool to be spiritual? I hope it gets people thinking. When people read this, uh, and I think you may have touched on it throughout the, our time talking, but uh, if you could say there's a, a, a main message that you want to get across with this book and this story, what, what would that be? I would I'd simply say this, that if Jesus came back now, from how we know Jesus to be a man in sandals and, and robes and kind of the outcasts circling the established church in the desert with the people and just the, the man of the people. If he came back now and walked into the Vatican or walked into the elaborate churches, and I just got back from Spain and Italy over the, you know, and I've been to all these beautiful cathedrals, they're extraordinary, but there's gold everywhere. And then you'll go a block outside the church and there's homeless sleeping on the street. It makes no sense to me. And I think Jesus would say that. He would say, how did you get my message of humility and service and kindness and compassion and tolerance for all and turn it into this billion-dollar business? The book is called J.C., A Heroine's Journey by author Robert J. Kowalski from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, the brick-and-mortar stores, just a handful of the locations. And Robert, thank you for being on the show. Chris, a real pleasure meeting you, and thank you for taking the time to, to visit with me. For anyone who's reached a, a low point in your life and you're looking for purpose, I think this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable is going to be a true inspiration. The book is called The Red Bird by author R.J. Locklear from Christian Faith Publishing. R.J., thank you for being on the show. Yes, yes, thank you for having me. Now tell everybody a little about this story. Uh, so The Red Bird is a story about a young bird named Jerry who finds himself without his parents. And when he's born, he finds himself at a pond and looking for purpose and friendship. He sees some fish that are swimming along and he looks out at the fish and he says, hey, that looks pretty fun. And he calls the fish over and Jerry wants to learn how to swim, to be like, uh, like his friends. And so what eventually happens is Jerry jumps in the water. He spends some time swimming and, and, and trying and trying, doing the best that he can. And actually gets pretty good at swimming, but even the fish know that he didn't belong there. And so uh, Jerry eventually gets frustrated, gets exhausted, and finds himself you know, just laying on the grass. And as he looks up, he sees a, a red bird. And this red bird named Abba flies down and he sees Jerry. And Jerry cries out and the red bird swoops him up and just begins to show Jerry what he is and who he is. And so Jerry begins to listen to the red bird, and the red bird challenges him to spread his wings and to fly. And the story just talks about how this bird named Jerry finds his purpose at a low point by looking up and crying out to the unknown. And uh, Abba finds him, shows him what he's made for, and uh, just gives him hope and reveals his purpose. So in the same way, God does that for us. Now, what inspired this story? Did did you draw from any of your own personal experiences with this? Um, Actually, yes. Uh, So I am a Native American. I'm part of the Lumbee tribe in in North Carolina. And growing up, I didn't grow up in North Carolina. I grew up in Tennessee, and I spent a lot of time around people who just weren't like me, didn't look like me, didn't act like me. And I struggled to find my identity. I didn't know what it meant to be a Native American. I didn't know what it meant to be me. And so I spent my life in middle school, high school, even into college, trying to change myself, trying to be something to 
to fit in so that uh, people would like me, so I would get friends, so I would uh, be popular. And it got to a point in college where I just, I was exhausted. I had all the things which I thought I needed, which I thought I wanted, but it just wasn't what I was looking for. It still didn't feel as if I had the purpose or the hope that I knew that I needed. And so it was then that I just uh, really cried out to God, cried out to Jesus. And he came, he revealed himself to be exactly who he said he was. And in that, he revealed to me who he had made me to be. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to get this book published and to be able to share your message? It was a great process, fairly simple. Working with Christian Faith Publishing, I just worked with their team of illustrators, and particularly with the children's book, um, illustrations are the main part of the book. It's what the kids will see. And so working with them to get the images the way that we wanted and the characters designed the way that we wanted, I think it turned out great. I don't know if I could have asked for anything better. What do you hope is the most important message that comes across when, when people read this book? That uh, there is a God who has made them, who has created them, and we won't find joy We won't find hope. We won't find life outside of Him, outside of God, outside of Jesus, the one who came to us, who died for us. So my hope is that they would... They would get that that uh, if they're feeling frustrated, they wouldn't understand why. That outside of outside of Jesus, we will be frustrated. But in Him, we can find purpose and hope, and He's always there whenever we call on Him and sees us and knows us and loves us. The book is called The Red Bird by author R.J. Locklear from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today: Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, iTunes, online, the brick and mortar stores uh, as well. Just a, a few of the locations. And R.J., thank you for being on the show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us for the Friday Night Author Roundtable. We'll be back next week with another great group of talented authors to discuss their books, their process, and their accomplishments. Have a great weekend, everyone.